Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Boys and girls, this is the Undisputed Era. Adam Cole, Kylo Riley, Roderick Strong, and you're listening to Going In Raw, baby. This is Shayna Baszler, and you're watching Going In Raw. This is the knockout artist, Cassius Ono, and you're going in raw. Hey, friendo, Steve here. And Lars. And welcome back to Going In Raw, the only pro wrestling podcast you need to be listening to right here at youtube.com forward slash Steve and Larson and available wherever podcasts can be found. Be sure to hit that subscribe button, a little notify bell next to it to make sure you always get your new Going In Raw notifications. They're also available on the Patreon at patreon.com forward slash Steven Larson, we have a variety of reward tiers over there. We've got some new patrons also, Larson. Uh, oh, yeah. Over the last 24 hours, unlike the previous 24 hours when we had nothing. Yeah. Uh, we do have some new ones, and we want to welcome them to the to the Patreon family. We've got, let's see here. Uh, where did I leave off? Uh, oh, here we go. The one percenter. One percenter. We got the one percenter. Is that three? That's the three percenter, right? He's no, he's top, top one percent. Oh, yeah. Sorry, I always get that mixed up. Well, now he's in the top 30%, according yeah. to We Book Raw. Yeah. Uh, Jack, King of England. I thought that they currently have a queen, and I don't believe anybody named Jack is in line. I'm sure somewhere down the well, line the there queen, is. Well, the queen's married, right? So yeah, he's not a king, though. That's, they don't do it that way. Oh, really? If you just marry, some, if you're the queen and you marry some dude, some jamoke, you know, some freaking jabroni. Yeah. He's just like an earl or something. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. I thought it'd be like the queen would be the, you know, the, the head of state. Yeah. But then at least. You, you can't know. marry into being a king. No, no, no. I know you can't marry into it, but yeah. what if she were married before she were queen? That's my question. No, because she's still the blood. She's the lineage. All right. No, yeah. I understand that just from in terms of who's actually quote unquote in power. I mean, I know back in the day, like, you know, you could be married to somebody who's in the blood also with you. They used to do that stuff. Yeah, I know. <laughs> uh, I think, isn't Charles next in line? I think Charles is. Yeah. Yeah. But then it's his kids, right? Probably. Henry, yeah. Harry? Harry. William? William. Gosh, how do I know that? That's good stuff. Why man. do I know that? Bradley Young is also a new patron. Matt Williams. Philly Flexer is back in the fold. Awesome. David Winger. And uh, Tater Spank, the spanker of taters. Are all new patrons. So thank you very much for your support. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Anyways. Thank you. Yeah. 
so yeah, you know what? Uh, Zach Linder here uh, oh, yeah, busted he out a super chat. Brings that up immediately because it's, it's worth talking about because you mentioned it before. Well, read the thing first. I guess we can talk about it. Super chat says, did you notice the different 205 live camera direction, Larson? Did you notice? And what did you of think course, about it? Of course, it was it was hard not to notice. It's pretty stark. You pretty much have to not watch the show to not notice. Um, they did do something with the frame rate or the shutter angle. The shutter angle, I think, yeah. But also, I think the frame rate, too, because when they did slow-mo, the slow-mo looked different. Okay, yeah, that could be. Um, that should that, I would think that'd be a frame rate uh, uh, situation. Um, they, they, that for the backstage stuff, they were definitely using or doing something different because the lighting was way off. Um, everything seemed darker. Yeah. Which could happen if you change the shutter angle. Mm-hmm. Um, for, for the most part, I really liked it because it somehow made the action look faster. The way they shot it, the way they changed the shutter angle, things seemed more kinetic. I thought, you know what I thought it did? I thought it enhanced the in-ring action and it and it sort of decreased the impact of the, the lazy live crowd. Yeah. Because the live crowd is one thing that we've always said. I mean, even being there live a couple weeks ago or last week, yeah. Um, you know, the crowd, they're, they're spent from SmackDown. A, a lot of people there don't even really understand what 205 Live is. They don't keep up with it. Yeah. They just think, oh, it's a little Cruiserweights. Who cares? It's a bunch of filler stuff. We're waiting for our crappy dark match to end the show. And so, like, you know, there's always a couple of idiots in the crowd. They're like, ah, boring. You know, that kind of crap. And then something cool happens and they, they're the first. Oh, wow, this, this is great. Awesome. Wow, look at them. Yeah. Uh, and so I thought it, I thought it, it's, it sort of focused the attention on the in-ring action as opposed to bringing the crowd into it because the crowd kind of sucks. Yeah. So, uh, but at the same time, though, they have those two cameras that are behind the crowd and you see everybody sitting on their hands. And that's like stylistically because it's on a crane or on a dolly or both. Um, and everything else is so kinetic and handheld. Mm-hmm. I don't mind having cameras in the crowd like that. Yeah. I think it just in terms of, of, of stylistically, it should match all the other cameras that being make them handheld too. Yeah. And keep the longer shots. Sorry. Yeah. Well, I know it's early. I didn't sleep worth a damn this morning. So um, expect me to yawn at some point too. Um, keep it instead of like kind of doing a centered shot, mm-hmm. long shot, maybe more towards not directly in front of the ring post, more of a diagonal approach to the ring. And that way, if you need to, you can kind of mm, pan yeah. back and forth a little bit yeah. just to keep the energetic feel up. Cause, yeah. cause when you go to these, these, these shot, these shots or camera setups uh, around the ring, where there's a lot of movement going on. Mm-hmm. And then you cut to a, a camera on a dolly that's on a crane or something that's slowly doing a track across. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, it kind of breaks up the continuity. Yeah. I noticed that shots. as well. It, it, I hope that it's like a, a work in progress. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think they're sort of like getting the feel. I, it's, it kind of feels like they're, and I don't know, this will be interesting to track, but it kind of feels like they're maybe starting from like, they, it was a, dr- a drastic difference. And mm-hmm. so it kind of feels like they're starting with scratch. Okay. Let's do everything different and see what works. Yeah. And, uh, and hopefully they'll get to that point. But I agree with you. It was stark when you'd go from a handheld shot to a very robotic sort of crane. You're over. That was the one shot. I wasn't really huge into. Yeah. It makes the ring look too big. It looks, the competitors look too small and it's just not, it's, it's too clean. It's not that pleasing. All yeah. the other stuff with like a, yeah, like yeah. a shutter me, angle was off. Remind me of the stuff that we've seen from like Defy and beyond. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now they seem to drop the house lights down to make, give it more of a house show feel. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah, that was, that was interesting. That was a big takeaway from yeah, this it was, week. It was a pretty substantial change in the television presentation, but I liked it. I thought, it was, network I thought it was, I thought it was uh, something different. 
um, something to enhance what's going on in the ring for the viewers at home. Yeah. I dug it. Before we get started with uh, the actual recap, uh, we should also point out that yesterday uh, news broke that ICW champion uh, Adrian Lionheart McCallum mm -hmm. uh, passed, passed away. away. Yeah. Uh, no real details uh, on it, I don't think. Uh, I did sort of a cursory check. I didn't see anything. Um, obviously, very tragic, mm -hmm. very sad. He was only, I think, 36, 36 years old, 35 yeah. or 6, something like that. Yeah. And... Uh, and yeah, I mean, he was beloved by the entire, I mean, especially like the UK, uh, uh, wrestling community. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, he's, he's been around for a while. Uh, you and I, neither of us are really too familiar with his career. I watched, I like over the past couple months, I've watched a little bit of ICW yeah. because I really, I really enjoy the characters. It's kind of like UK, but just sort of off the, you know, off the charts, like they yeah, curse yeah. a lot and Every, the characters are a lot more colorful. Everybody turned up to 11. Pretty right. Much. Exactly. And, uh, and I, but I didn't see a whole lot of his stuff, uh, if any. Um, but this is obviously very, very sad, and a lot of people are very deeply affected by this. Mm -hmm. So thoughts mm -hmm. and prayers mm -hmm. go out to totally his family and yes. friends. And uh, it's a sad situation. Uh, he, I, his final tweet, uh, which came on the day that he he passed, uh, was a, a bit on the reflective side of life. And there's got to be some question there as yeah, to yeah, yeah. what the nature of this of his passing was. Yeah, which would be unfortunate if it was suicide. Um, but regardless, it's very, very sad. And, mm -hmm. uh, and yeah, it, it definitely should be noted. Uh, I, I want to try to educate myself. Yes, more totally. His career totally. Uh, so anyways, let's hop right into it. Uh, we're going to talk about NXT 205 Live and NXT UK. Yeah. NXT started off with the Undisputed uh, Era uh, draped uh, in well, very, very gold bright. shirts. Very bright shirts. Yeah. Goldenrod shirts. Goldenrod. There That's you go. That's the color. And then, I don't want this on lemon. I want it on goldenrod. Goldenrod. I used to hear that all the time back at Kinko's when I worked there. Oh, really? Because well, no, it was canary. It canary, was canary. That's pastel yellow. Yeah. I don't want. Do you want a canary or goldenrod? Well, that's goldenrod is too orange. Okay. Well, well if you, you want, want a pop. You want a goldenrod. Yeah, it's like the one. But then we also had like the, uh, like the the fluorescent ones. Yeah. 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 And short of going fluorescent, if you want the pops, got to be in goldenrod. It's got to be in goldenrod. Come man. on now. Look at the undisputed air. They're in goldenrod. goldenrod. Draped in goldenrod. Draped in goldenrod. Uh, so they come out. Uh, Adam Cole talks about his uh, plan to have all of undisputed air have a belt this year. Um, he says the prophecy is going to happen. And he says, uh, we run this place here. I think every episode should start like this. And he throws to an all undisputed era NXT opening package. This was great. I love this. Pretty good. This was awesome. And then uh, at the, after it, uh, Kyle O'Reilly cop to it. He says, you know, it's just something I put together last night on the fly. Not a big deal. And everybody was very happy about that. Crowd started yeah. chanting, thank you, Kyle. Yeah. Uh, and everybody was very happy about that. Yeah. Um, Nicole again says, they'll have all the belts. The prophecy will come true. Um, out comes Velveteen Dream. Oh, he says, uh, Adam Cole says, no one can touch us. Mm -hmm. And Velveteen Dream comes out and says, oh, I can touch you. I can touch you, Adam. I would like to touch you. He said, you look good as a champion, but that belt will look great around my waist. Mm -hmm. I'll be like a two-time champion mm -hmm. guy. Yeah, guy. And the Roddy gets on the mic. He responds. Yeah. And then he's interrupted by bro. Bro. Matt Riddle. Uh, he declares himself incredibly handsome and a stallion. <laughs> yeah. And then Cole says, you need to go back to writing online reviews of Attitude Era stars. Yeah. Which brought seemingly a legit <laughs> smile from it did. Matt it did. That had to have been like unexpected. Yeah, I'd like to think that was unexpected. Yeah. yeah. Uh, finally, Tyler Breeze comes out and he says, "I've seen you all out here arguing. I, I just came from Regal's office, uh, and uh, I said, hey, let 'Hey, let's make this match.' And he said, "Sure, it's going to be Tyler Breeze, 
Matt Riddle, Velveteen Dream versus three members of Undisputed Era. Bro. In our main event for the night. Bro. Next announced, Shayna versus Io Shirai. Women's title in a cage next week. And then we got a pretty, uh, pretty cool video package uh, about their feud. Yeah, yeah, that should be a good match. Yeah. That should be fun. Uh, after that, we had uh, Bearded Raul Mendoza. I was thinking, like, when I saw his name appear on the screen, I was like, man, he needs, like, a, a different look. I don't know, like, grow his hair or something. Then he I came out with a beard. beard. I know. I was like, good job. His, his ring gear looks a little cooler now. Yeah, yeah like, every time he, sh- he shows up, he looks a little cooler. Yeah, he does. And then I noticed that I this was the first time, like, I hadn't really paid attention to his theme music before, but the same guys who did Umberto Carrillo. Oh. This is, like... The successor to that, or maybe the precursor to that. I'm not sure. Maybe I just didn't or just notice. Kind of like the sister song. Yeah, like Dolly Gas. Nothing beats that. But this is a good second. Yeah, this is a good. Yeah. You know. Well, they they were former tag team partners, you know. So. Yeah, yeah. Well, that you know, sense. Dolly Gas, man. So uh, Raul Mendoza came out, so we know he's taking on a, a debuting star. Yeah. In this case, the former Punishment Martinez. Punishment Martinez. Now known as Damian Priest. I like archery. The Archer of Infamy. So, like, before he comes out in kind of cheesy uh, uh, After Effects uh, <laughs> graphic that says live forever, which is, I was excited about. It's like, oh, he is a vampire. Yeah. Oh, I yeah. I was excited about he's a, he's a, a party boy vampire. That's no, what I was hoping his thing would be. Well, maybe he's like a Blade type guy. Like, he's he hunts with his silver tip. But he's half, ma- Blade was half man, half vampire. Right. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Oh, like, he's right. going to, because isn't Blade immortal also? I think so. Like, if you're half vampire, do you get that aspect you're of it? half immortal. But then you can, like, what part of you, maybe you just can't come out in the daylight and you don't live forever. Yeah, I don't know. You get like, you either get the best of both or you get the worst Worse, of both. Yeah. Can you eat garlic or not eat garlic? That's sort of least on the priorities, I, don't know, man. I would garlic, think. Garlic adds a lot to the right food anyways. So he comes to the to their stage and it's very dramatic and he does his archery thing. Um, not with an actual bow and arrow. No, he you. just pantomimes. He pantomimes it exactly. Um, and then <laughs> when like, he does it, his name shows up in fiery letters on. Uh, he does the full mime thing on the screen. So he's the archer of infamy, which I guess he's looking to secure his legacy. He doesn't mean live forever in a literal sense. He doesn't want to be vampire. He doesn't want to be what is it called when you merge man with? Uh, he doesn't want to be like a cyborg. No, you're thinking uh, like uh, augmentation. Yes, right? augmentation. Oh. He doesn't want to do that. No, no. He wants his 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 legend to live forever. <laughs> Not trying to be a Borg. No, I thought with a name like Damian Priest, a little more uh, a little more supernatural type of thing maybe going on there. Yeah. Well, I mean, so you got Damian, the name of the Devil Child, and the Omen yeah. Priest, obviously religious man. Yeah. Put those two together, it could evoke uh, several different ideas. Some of oh, which man. be spirit, spiritual or supernatural. Yeah, leading. so many. And seemingly they didn't do any of that. No. I think Damien Priest, party boy vampire. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot going on there. There's there's a lot of gimmicks going on in one bit. Yeah. Because you have the supernatural, like you said, the Damien Priest, the hell and the heaven colliding, uh, angel and demon colliding. Uh, then you have an archery guy. You know, archery green, guy. Green arrow, hawk Plus guy. party boy. And then, but yeah, party boy. They mentioned that. In loves the ladies. He likes going out. Uh, experience the nightlife, hanging out with the ladies, yes. And there's no evidence that he exists in daylight. Not yet, no. So, so and which could lead to the vampire coupled thing. Coupled to the live forever thing. Vampire. I mean, this is a more convoluted backstory than friggin' Forgotten Sons, which yeah. they're either uh, guys who work at a dumpster. Junkyard. A, a junkyard, rather. Or Well, they're veterans. <laughs> That's been established. They all have they all have uh, uh, branches of the military but on the ring They're also a motorcycle gang. That's just, like, aesthetically. We've never actually seen them on a motorcycle. Yeah. 
aesthetically very much like this heavy game. machinery actually operate did we ever figure that out to actually operate heavy no they're machinery? just aficionados they're enthusiasts yeah I, don't I just know. wanted to be established whether Damian Priest is a vampire or not. I'm going to go with a yay on this one. I don't know. I'm, 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 I'm taking my usual approach. Wait and see. Okay, fair enough. I'm going to dive right into it. Yes. All right. I'm hoping it's a yes. A firm yes. The way he was laughing off Raul Mendoza's offense, um, I would say kind of yes. He, and he was also kind of lackadaisical in the ring. I noticed that. Like at one point, he, he like got hit, and he was sort of stumbling around. And then when he, he, had to, he was supposed to focus on Raul, who was very quickly climbing up to like the top rope to like do a dropkick thing. And he just sort of like looked around in the crowd. I think he was looking for next to bite. Yeah, maybe. Give me your neck. Yeah. Maybe when a, he gets on the mic, he'll do the Transylvania maybe. accent. Hello, my there's, name there's, is Damien Priest. There's a character Priest. on uh, What We Do in the Shadows that almost has that. <laughs> yeah. I want Damien Priest to show up on that show. Do you, you like... You gotta watch episode seven, man. It's so good. He's at the club. Do you like to smash? <laughs> Take, let's go into the bathroom. Find a stall and I'll show you my bowels. Oh, gosh. <laughs> <laughs> bowels. <laughs> your, your bowels? No, my bowels. Oh, your your balls? Your bells? Balls? My bowels. <laughs> anyways. anyways, he won. Not a surprise. Um, <laughs> what do you think of his finish? It's it's pretty much crossroads. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Preceded by like a, a like a. He did a choke slam on. Oh yeah, did the, the like black. A, well, the no, kick. yeah, the, the kick. kick. Yeah, like a, he has like a jumping, spinning kick type yeah. deal. Yeah, but then yeah, he did that. But his old finish used to be a really good choke slam. I kind of also get the feeling that like Triple H is like, oh man. They got Alistair Black holed up in some weird room for like the last five weeks. That's not gonna. It's not gonna go good. Get there. I need another Alistair Black type guy. Yeah, maybe. I'm gonna go with Party Boy Vampire. Uh, he kind of did his. Cho- he used to have a really good choke slam, which was kind of disappointing. It wasn't his finish. Uh, mm-hmm. He did choke slam Raul on the apron after he caught him uh, trying to do a tope. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, the, the the like punishment. Sorry, Damien. He's tall. He's lanky. Yeah. Um, if like the the spinning cutter type deal, you kind of need to be really fast with it. Mm-hmm. Like Stormbreaker, that's pretty much what it is. Yeah, it's sure. like a twisting, spinning, rolling cutter type deal. Just from a different different starting position. And Osprey super fast, so it seems mm-hmm. like there's a ton of torque on that. Uh, with someone as tall and as lanky as as Damien, his punishment. Punishment. No, it seems like an ill fit. Yeah, I'm kind of with you on that one. And a guy that large, you expect to have some sort of power finish too. Yeah, I know. I feel like his legs are going to snap at any moment, yeah. too. It's kind of weird seeing that. Maybe he should have took us up on the offer. He, look, he was in, looked like he was in great shape. I feel like he should have took us up on the offer or the donut or my offer for the donut at all in. That would just make him more top-heavy, dude. His legs are going to snap even worse now. I don't know, man. <laughs> don't know I mean, he, look, I'm not going to disagree that he should have taken our donut. Know, we don't know how he puts on weight. Not every everybody puts on weight the same way. Yeah, there you go. Maybe he all goes to his trunks. Could be. To his junk, maybe. Or maybe it all eat a donut and calves blow up. It I don't could know. Be. I don't know how it works. It could be. Anyone. Anyway, Damian Priest, he won his debut. Not not exactly a surprise. Mm-hmm. Uh, next, William Regal in his office. He announces the Breakout Star Tournament oh, and yes. the eight competitors who will take part in it. He said, if I, if I recall correctly verbatim, he says, we have signed far too many people here. We have, These people will be buried. So we're going to give, out of eight amazing signees, we're going to give one person the chance to be on TV. And the rest will be stuck on the Florida loop. That's pretty much what he said. It's going to be like a causality loop. You do over and over again with the same results. Can they ever break out of it? No. And then they'll get released and go to AEW. They'll probably be buried there because too many people are going there as well. Cody said he had 35 superstars. Far too many. 
There's too much wrestling in the world. Some of these people need to get real jobs. That's what he said. No, he said he's gonna. There's a tournament. Yeah, and breakout tournament. Get a, a title shot of their choosing. Excuse me. Yeah, yeah. Uh, a lot of familiar faces in this tournament. Uh, Shane Strickland. They all have different names. Shane Strickland. Sam what did Shaw. you think of their decision to add the FKA there at the bottom? It just makes me want to. I want their their names back. <laughs> Like I see Cameron Grimes, I know him as Trevor Lee, and we see formerly known as Trevor Lee under Cameron Grimes. Like, oh, I, you're Trevor Lee. You know the one that I'm totally on board with, though. Huh. I'm completely at Dexter Loomis. Oh, Sam Shaw. Yeah, yeah, it's actually a good name. It's a, that's I love that name. It's an old timey name. He's got an old timey look to him. With that Dude, he stuff. is like maybe my new favorite guy that I want to like. If I would, if I were to look like a guy, like I love that he always, he always has like gloves on. That's weird. Yeah, red gloves. Red gloves. Well, depending on, like, he has, maybe they're blue if he's wearing blue oh, tights. I've only ever you know? seen red gloves. I think in this one he was blue. All right. Um, and then, but yeah, Orlov red with red gloves. He has, like, matching gloves to his pants. Mm-hmm. He's got that great old-timey mustache. He looks like a million bucks. Yeah, he's got a good look to him. I'm pulling for Dexter Loomis, but I'm kind of sure that there's only one person. There's one, like, decisively one person that's going to win this. Who do you think? Swerve. Oh, I, I think it's going to be Strickland. No early bets on this one? No. I've seen some of the results. Although I know that on the loop, uh, Swerve is teaming with uh, Brendan Williams. Mm. He's tagging with him. So mm. maybe not. He got a new name, too. Brendan Williams got a new name? Yeah. What is that? Dio, Dio Madden, I want to say. Oh, I saw that on his Twitter or something. But yeah. I could, like, on a, on a graphic, it was yeah, spelled yeah, out yeah. like in graffiti. Yeah, yeah. But I couldn't tell what it said. I yeah, didn't understand. Dio. Dio? Yeah, like Ronnie James. Oh, that's cool. Apparently, it's from uh, anime or something. Oh, yeah. He's a big anime fan. Mm-hmm. Apparently, they're tagging together. Okay. Um, what's, what's Strickland is Isaiah Scott now, right? Isaiah Swerve Scott. Yeah. Okay. Shane Strickland, man. It's a yeah. good name. What are they calling? What's the ACH's name? Uh, Jordan Miles. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. He was pr- he was putting that over on Twitter, though. He was yeah. like, this is why. Because, like, was it like Michael Jordan? And- yeah, I think so. Oh, and Miles, uh, uh, the, new, the Spider-Man, the new Spider-Man. Oh, yeah, yeah, His yeah. His name is Miles. I can't believe I I'm blanking on this. It doesn't matter. Um, that's going to bug me. And then who else? Yeah, Cameron Grimes. It's not a great name. Yeah. Trevor Lee is such a great name yeah, for him. it's great. Yeah. Uh, Jonah Rock has a new name. Yeah, I wasn't really familiar with him in the first place. Um, uh, and then uh, DJ Z. Yeah, he's Joaquin Wild now. Yeah. Mm. Joaquin, yeah, he said it weird too. Joaquin Wild. As long as he keeps his LED get up, that's the important part. Yeah, Isaiah Scott's not a bad name. Yeah, Shane Strickland's better. I don't know. I guess I, I'm, I'm, I think they're kind of on the on par. Morales, thank you. Miles Morales. Yes, that's what it is. Thank you. My goodness gracious. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because you know if you own a home, It can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly. Which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, 
You can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. And then who um, else is that? Boa. Oh, I, never, I didn't know anything about him. And there was eight. So we kept Cameron Grimes, Shane Strickland, ACH, Jonah Rock, Sam Shaw, Boa. Boa. So we're missing two. Did you mention... I don't know. Should have wrote them down. I didn't write them down. NXT breakout tournament. Tournament. Here we go. Bracket. 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 The bracket. Oh, uh, Joaquin Wild. So I'm missing one. Oh, Garza Jr. Oh yeah, Garza Jr. Yeah, he's good. I've seen him before. I saw him in Impact. I saw a couple of these guys in Impact. So we get. So I guess it's going to start next. All week. right, let's do predictions. I don't remember the. I don't exactly remember. I read some spoilers, but I don't remember anything about it. So, so we're gonna get uh, Swerve versus Cameron Grimes. Yeah, Cameron Grimes, Trevor Lee. God, it's Trevor Lee. Trevor Lee. I Swerve moves on there, and then Dexter Loomis versus Bronson Reed, which is Jonah Rock. Jonah Rock. I think actually the only match I remember the results for is the one, the first one you mentioned, Strickland versus Trevor Lee. So I can't, I can't, uh, I can't no make comment. A, I can't make a prediction on Who that. You one. got Dexter Loomis versus Bronson Reed. Sadly, I think Jonah Rock. I'm going. Go I'm going there. Dexter on that one. I hope so. Yeah. That's what I'm aiming for. And then, oh, I know who won that one too. Sorry. <laughs> and then what about Jordan Miles versus? Bud? Yeah, I know who won that one too. Okay. Well, my goodness gracious, that's what happens. See, that's why you don't do spoilers. Because then we can't speculate. Uh, next, Mia Yim video package. This was really good. This was great. This was so stinking good. Whoever came up with that line. I am the hell and the high water. Oh, that's man, that's something like a uh, wild that's bill good. should have said. That's good. I am the hell and the high water, Charlie. That's really good. Will you let me go to hell the way I want to? Yeah. Yeah, I can do that, Bill. <laughs> Anyways, yeah, this is awesome, man. She talked about growing up in L.A. during, like, the riots and stuff. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, it was terrific. And she was talking about how the crowd, you know, they were chanting at Triple H to sign her, and they did, and she's... I'm sure as hell going to make sure she was cursing. Yeah. Like, I'm sure as hell. And then didn't she call Shayna a B? Yeah, I think so. My tummy's grumbling. Man, how long has it been since you've had real food? I made the mistake of having some yesterday. And? Uh, I relapsed this morning. Oh, dear. I know. It sucks. Maybe it's not a bug. Maybe you got like uh, uh, IBS or something. I hope not. God, I hope not. That would suck balls. Because that would depend on what you I've eat. heard there's a lot more pain involved with that, That could though. be. Yeah. I'm, I'm sure it comes in you know, varying I could spectrum. have explosive lactose intolerance all of a sudden. Intolerance That's entirely all of a sudden. possible. Yeah, because I had a bowl of cereal with some banana. Because when I was eating a lot of eggs, yeah, like eggs never really bothered me. And then I'd eat an egg and I'd feel like I, want, I was nauseous immediately because I was eating so many of See, them. See, I don't feel... Last night, I felt fine. I mean, it could be any number of things. Last yeah. night, I felt fine. It was just this morning, like 3 o'clock in the morning, I woke up. To an unexpected result. Is your milk bad? You haven't noticed? No, milk's fine. Did you get it at Winco? Yeah, I always get my milk at Winco. Oh, okay. And the milk's fine at Winco. She's so what annoying. kind of cereal was it? Honey nut. Honey nut, baby. Yeah, that's pretty safe. With a banana in it? Oh, I mean, oh, no, that's pretty safe, too. Banana's supposed to be good. Yeah, that's pretty safe. It wasn't overly, overly ripe, was it? No, man, it was perfect. It was just the side of green. Mm. Awesome. I don't want to touch a green on my banana. Not a touch. I'm fine with a couple spots on it, in fact. Does Mia Yim have a chance at Shayna here? I mean, she beat Bianca Belair twice, so I have to say yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. What's happening with Bianca Belair? I don't know. Man, oh man. I don't know. Yeah. Waymaker says, I'm eating my dinner, Steve. Well, look, lucky that I didn't freaking. Yeah, you didn't go to Terry's a lot of detail. You said he had an emergency. Shoving some fish and chips in his big head. Wow. <laughs> uh, after that, Tanara Conti taking on Zaya Lee. Uh, Zaya Lee picked up a win after being pretty much dominated the entire match. It was a good showing from Tanara. Um, but Zaya Lee, after like a spinning heel kick, got the win. Yeah. I like when Tanara said, what did she say? Latinas do it best, mm-hmm. and then she didn't get the three king. You mm-hmm. need to make sure that you you got your person down for a three. Yeah, yeah. Before you start get the win that first, kind of then, stuff. then say that. Yeah. After that, we had a street province promo. They were out in the streets, the gritty streets of Orlando, no, celebrating. Full sale, back lot of full sale university. That is correct. That's where they were. We saw uh, what's that very jovial looking guy? Is always there. Is always front row. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. He's always got that head like it's about to explode yeah, from he excitement. Had the, he had an Eddie Guerrero shirt on, didn't he? Yeah, Kyle. I think oh, his, name his name is Kyle. I didn't know what his name was. Well, I just remember he yelled something at somebody like ages ago, and somebody said, "Shut up, Kyle." Oh, all right. I think it's Kyle. Gotcha. Yeah, he was there. They were passing out uh, red solo cups. Um, they were uh, riding atop a slow moving car. Montez Ford was standing on top of it mm-hmm. with dress shoes. Mm-hmm. Um. And at one point early, earlier on, his crown fell off. Yeah. And Angela Dawkins laughed at him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's that pretty funny. That was good stuff. So, uh, so yeah. Anyways, after that, we had main our event. main event. Uh, Riddle and Breeze and Dream versus Strong, Fish, and Cole. Yeah, what's up with the... Uh, Bobby Fish has had the worst luck. My God! What? So what's the latest on his eye? Uh, I mean, he, he was supposed to be doing some Evolve dates and had to pull out. Oh, my God. Um, I don't know if it's because of that. He's got the worst luck in the world. Remember, he came back from knee surgery, came back, first match, war games. Yeah, I know. And he, someone landed on his knee awkwardly. And they literally had another guy there that could have done all this stuff. Uh-huh. Other than Kyle O'Reilly might have been out because this is Velveteen Dream. He landed to... Too yeah. much on him. Yeah, <laughs> Too much he, on his eye. He need him right in the head. Yeah. That he was him right rough. in the head. That sucked. Yeah, I looked like that sucked pretty bad. Yeah. Um, so that, that sucks for Bobby Fish. Anyways, uh, this match was all kind of building up to for Tyler Breeze to get the hot tag. Mm-hmm. And he does, and he cleans house. Yep, yep. Um, he starts to go for a suicide dive, and as he bounces off the ropes near his corner, uh, Velveteen Dream tags himself in. Uh, Breeze and Dream argue. This was great. And then Strong hits a running jumping knee on Breeze. He falls into Velveteen Dream. Um, and then Strong picks up Dream, hits him with end to heartache to mm-hmm. get the pin. Yeah, that was good. So Roderick Strong beat the North American champion. Mm-hmm. Which probably means he's not going to beat him if they have a title match. Um, well, that's like... Ages from now, man. Yeah, it's no, like it's weeks and weeks from now. Basically two months. I think that does mean he's going to be. I don't know, man. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, after that, we had NXT UK from Download Festival. Yeah. With Aiden English instead of Nigel. I don't know if I really care for uh, uh, NXT UK episodes that aren't like in a venue in the United Kingdom. Uh, you know what, man? Because I just don't think they, they just not a whole lot happens when they have it access. Not a whole lot happened. Not a lot happens anyways. And, and this episode, not a lot happened. Yeah, but we had some cool track suits, man. Yeah. We had custom Imperium custom track suits. Yeah. So that was cool. And we each got... of them had their hometown and their, the, their, their, the, the flag from their home country on. Yeah, that was rad. And then we got to hear, uh, 
We ne- we during the sanity days, we never really got to hear Alexander Wolf talk too much, Mm-mm. and he got a whole segment on the mic, mm-hmm. and uh, he's got a great voice. I love those German accents, man. Yeah. They're, they're great. Yeah, uh, Marcel Bartel is a hell of a talker. He's great. He's awesome. He knows how to play up play off the crowd really well too. Yeah, this is not a playground. Boo. I don't like Boo. playgrounds. This mat is sacred. This mat is sacred. Do you like my jumpsuit? Now is the time on sprockets when we dance. Uh, so, anyways, it kicked off with uh, the lucky and Kenny Williams versus versus the, Cassius the Ono. Genius. He had a great shirt that says "The Wrestling Genius." Cassius. Talking about Goldenrod, man. Yeah, that was on Goldenrod. Right. Uh, so, anyways, uh, you weren't a big fan of this, this match guy, while we were this watching. Got a bumpy it. match, man. A little bit. It felt like the the rhythm was a little bit off on this one. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Cassius Ono picked the win though after an elbow. Mm-hmm. That was a great elbow, though. He had him wrapped up in the ropes. Yeah. And what did I say before the yesterday? Anything that's execution style is great. Yeah. When you have a second there to just aim for the head and mm-hmm. pull the trigger, mm-hmm. metaphorically speaking, mm-hmm. not to get too grim, it's pretty great. And yeah, he uh, he had Kenny Williams wrapped up in the ropes, and he gave him that elbow uh, to the back of the head, brought him in, got the pin. He wins as he's celebrating at the top of the ramp. Imperium's music hits, and when I was like, "Oh, I gotta get out of here," like, so he, he trots off. He had like Jaws, and then Imperium come out in custom tracksuits. So that was great. I just wish they had custom like that. I wish they, I wish they had a, all had Adidas. I know they need like some, uh, pan, uh, uh, sh- shoes. Yeah, I really wish they had that. Yeah, like one step away from being like a Run DMC. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tribute act. That <laughs> or break dancing. That's what I'd like to see. And the little little hat. Yeah, the bucket hat. Yeah. Bucket hat. Yeah, that'd be good. That'd be great. My Adidas. <laughs> I used to know a good chunk of that song. Not anymore though. Uh, so, anyways, yeah, they talk about uh, Matt Sacred. Uh, they take stuff seriously. Uh, everybody else is just prankster jokesters. Uh, they got no time for them. Yeah, they each took turns essentially saying that. Uh, Travis Banks comes out. Uh, and he's got a match against Walter in a week or two. You know, for some reason, this episode amplified just how generic his music is. His, oh, mu- yeah. his music is so bad. Yeah. Him and Kenny Williams. Like, why, is it, why don't they do like a generic version of Power of Love for Kenny Williams? Yeah, instead of dun, dun, it could be dun, dun. dun. Exactly, yeah. Just yeah. reverse the chord. Like how TNA did with the NWO theme song. Yeah. Bow, 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 bow. Or DDP did with Smells Like Teen Spirit. Yeah, exactly. No, that was literally just Teen Spirit. It wasn't the exact same <laughs> It was same basically. Chord. All right, like Raven did with Even Flow. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, Travis, Travis Banks is not good, man. I don't know what kind of I don't know what kind of music is. No, he's good. His music's not good. His music is bad, yeah. I don't know what like good music is out there for Kiwis, for New Zealanders, but I'm sure he can find some. Fly something. the Concord stuff. Yeah, right? Bowie, are you out in space, Bowie? Yeah. You know? There's going to be some other musicians from... Or even, I mean, it's kind of close to Australia. What about Men in... Uh, men at Work? Men at Work, yeah. Who else is out there? Oh, Lord. She's from New Zealand. Oh, there you go. So, yeah. Lord. That'd be cool. Anybody else? Crowded house. Crowded house. What's what's that? Uh, uh, hey now. Hey, hey now, now. Hey now. Don't dream it's over. That's a good theme for Travis Banks. Don't dream it's over. Don't dream. It's good. It's good theme over. for a face. Yeah. Hey now. Hey now. The world. Anyways, continue. I'll see if there's other names here. Good. 
Uh, after that, yeah, Travis Banks comes out and he's sort of, I don't know. Did he actually talk? Yeah, he talked. Okay. He talked about he had a, he had a title match in a week or two. Oh, yeah, they're not going to do it at TakeOver. No. So that's weird. Then what the hell are they going to do for, like, TakeOver is not that long away. It's like a month away. No, it's it? actually two months away. It's end of August. Oh, end of oh, end of August. Oh, that's right. The thirty first, same day yeah. as all out and everything else that's going on. Yeah. All right, they have time. Uh, Noam Dar interview after that. He was outside. He had a, 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 a not a parka. What was that? A poncho. Poncho. A poncho yeah. Poncho, yeah. Yeah. yeah like poncho. the weather was bad. He had a windbreaker. On. Yeah, but it had a hood, so I think that's a poncho. <laughs> um, and Kenny Williams, uh, fresh off his well, match. He was like back where I guess they kind of have the locker rooms. Yeah, I think they have like little green rooms or something. Yeah, little tall. Like it looked like there's just a bunch of porta potties nearby. Well, really. like sheds. They like they're larger than porta. So Kenny Williams, fresh off his match, comes out of a porta potty because he got rocked so hard he had crapped his pants. Yeah, that's the story I'm giving to it. Fair. Kenny comes out and uh, they just start speaking at each other in really thick Scottish accents. Yeah, and again, it was his train spotting. Eat it, boy. I'll take you under my wing. I thought, uh, no. And then he says the C word. No, no, M. Dar's bit on uh, 205 Live was pretty damn funny. We'll get to that oh, later. Oh, yeah, though. that was good. That was good. Yeah, no, M. Dar's hilarious. Yeah, he's pretty uh, good. So, yeah. Oh, he started out with you on the phone on this one. And the interviewer comes up to him and goes, Oh, bye, Ma. <laughs> oh, yeah. And hangs up. Bye, Ma. <laughs> yeah, that was That was good. pretty funny. So, anyways, he talks trash to Kenny Williams. Kenny Williams says, No, mate. You had a. And then he calls him. They just call each other C words. Remember that endlessly, happening, man. Endlessly. And I'm like, Dang, happening. this is the network. You can do that? that? They're not going to do that, Well, man. they didn't let me and him say B. They're going to let them say C? No, no that was a lot. Um, after that, we had a match between The Hunt and Gallus. Hey! Yeah. The Hunt, they're really short, aren't they? Yeah. Wild Boar seems pretty, pretty short. Yeah. They're like minis. They're fun to watch, though. Uh, they are a lot of fun to watch. Uh, however, Gallus uh, wins. Yeah, the was... hunt is not Gallus. No, they're not. Uh, Mark Coffey pins Primate after the... Gallus' uh, tag team finish is, is a little wanting. <laughs> so Mark Coffey hits Insiguri on the <laughs> Ma Coffey. Yeah, Ma Coffey. It's a, a Insiguri on the <laughs> the person's back, and then Wolfgang just power slams him. Yeah. How come we can't get a howling in there? Like power slam followed by howling. A senton. No, I, I like this. I like that the finish is basically something that they came up with between pints at the pub. Yeah. At Wolfgang's family pub. Yeah. They're like, hey, what should we do for our finish? Who cares? Get another pint. All right, we've got to figure this out, though. <laughs> and then they just kind of worked them out. Oh, no, they're going Yeah. And then uh, Gala starts beating, beating up on... Uh, 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 the hunt. The hunt. Because uh, 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 doesn't Joe Coffee come down? Yeah, and then, yeah, Joe uh, comes down. He starts beating on him too, and then yeah. Mastiff he trucks down and uh, or he stumbles down anyways. He rolls down. Yeah, yeah. And uh, he's like, "Hey, you stole that." I don't know what a Welsh accent is. I think isn't he from Wales? I forget. I don't remember. No, he's no, he's not. He's not. Where's he from? He's, they, they say he's from the Black Country. Uh, is he up in the mountains? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. What's his name? Dave Mastiff. Dave Mastiff. Dave Mastiff. Let's see here. Where is he called? from? Wait, does it say Birmingham? No, oh, he's from Birmingham. Yeah. That I mean, special. he's billed from... That ain't special. <laughs> yeah, billed from... The West Midlands region. Oh. With multiple Industrial Revolution era landmarks that speak to its 18th century history as a manufacturing powerhouse. It's also home to a network of canals, many of which radiate from Sherborne Wharf and are now aligned with trendy cafes and bars. Also, Dave Mastiff is from there. 
That's what the Wikipedia entry says. Oh, okay. Very impressive. Yeah, it's right made. here. See? Yeah, there you go. West Midlands. Okay, cool. Who's from Wales? In the, uh, in the UK. Oh, man, that's on the tip of my tongue. Who's yeah, it? me too. Fuck. It's not Laguero. Here. It's not Andrews. Hold on. <laughs> Continue. I'll find out. <laughs> All right. Because that's bothering me too. Uh, let's see here. Uh, uh, no, I'm on notes here. Um, Eddie Dennis. No. Yeah, he's from Eddie Wales. Dennis. He's from Wales. He's from Wales. Terrible. Uh, let's see here. Okay, so that happens. Yeah, Dave Mastiff comes in to make the save, and then Dallas just like in the most uh, in the in the least dramatic fashion, they sort of just dip out from the ring. Yeah, yeah, that was great. Uh, Mark Andrews is from Wales as well. Oh, is he okay? Yeah. All right. He's from Cardiff. That's where the next takeover is happening. Cardiff. Mark Andrews. That's why him and Eddie Dennis had that thing, maybe over yeah. Welsh property. Maybe, maybe, maybe. Mustache uh, Mountain interview. This is always great. Oh man, Trent Seven is like he's my favorite person just to hear talk. I know he's so great. <laughs> Anyways, they were talking about uh, they have a tag title match coming up. Yeah, against the uh, grizzled young veterans. Yeah. Oh, Wild Boar is Welsh too. Okay. Uh, yeah. So they're like, you know, we've got to get. We've got to get our eye back on the prize. And then uh, Ratsy finishes up and he says, thank you. He says, good luck. He says, good luck, fellas. And he says, thank you. Mm-hmm. It's like the most convincing thank you. It is. But it's almost like a hint of like condescension to it as well. No. Or just like. Trent Seven is not condescending. Not, but there was more to it than just I think sincerity. That was, I think that there was. was there was just the way he put it. It was something else going on there. Maybe Not, some determination. Maybe, maybe, yeah. maybe condescending is the right word. But there's yeah. something else going on. There. It was very polite. <laughs> How dare you speak of Trent Seven? As I'm not going to. I'm not going to person. speak ill of Trent Seven. I think Trent, Trent Seven is great. He's Saying there was, so there was, there, he managed to say thank you, and it felt like there was more going on with it than him just being polite. Wait, Flash Morgan Webster's from Wales too. I didn't see that. I just looked at his thing. Well, somebody said that in a... Oh, really? Wait, wait. I was on Wikipedia and didn't say he was, I didn't think he said it was from Wales. You looked up Flash Morgan? Webster? Well, I was going through the whole roster and I didn't think it was He's said from... Uh, where is Burnmar? That sounds like that could be in Wales. Burnmar. Wales. Oh, it is Wales. Okay. Did the mods, oh, yeah. Didn't the mod scene emanate from like London? Yeah. I feel like that's another knock against Flash Morgan Webster. Well, I mean, has been established. See, time traveler or just enthusiast? If he's enthusiast, it's fine. Because I'm guessing Maud may have been focused in London or whatever, but its influence spread across the entire United well, Kingdom. yeah. So if he's an enthusiast, then it's fine. But if he's like a time traveler, then he has to be built from London. Yes. Yeah, well, either one wouldn't surprise me. Have I ever speculated on him being a time traveler? I don't believe so. I don't think so. I don't, I don't think... I think we pr- proved he was a time traveler. And when he had the Maud will tear us apart or whatever he had the joy division <laughs> reference on the back of his jacket that's right unless he's like a musin a, a, a music aficionado time traveler so he like goes to different time periods could be and you know but he's like oh mod is still number one he's like i've seen all music from from the 20th century to the 30th century i've seen it all and nothing beats mod that's would be a weird perspective just to have. a little sprinkle of joy division too it'd be a weird perspective to have i think mod is peak mm-hmm. music <laughs> He's like mod, but a sprinkle of the Madchester music scene there you as go. well. There you go. Yeah. It's like I had dinner with Tony Wilson once in my travels. <laughs> but it, ten- it ended up just being Steve Coogan in, in yeah. costume. Yeah. <laughs> yes, if I'd ever seen Alan Partridge, and I said, who? 
<laughs> I said, I'm not a I'm not a sitcom time traveler. I'm a pop music time traveler. Women's number one contender battle royal. This is a mess. Man, how many people almost got hurt in this thing? This was a mess. Yeah, it was something. It was else. hilarious. And why did Jazzy Gaber get Gabbert? Why did she get eliminated so quickly? She yeah, took out no. three jobbers and then got eliminated. Well, she took out two and then she was gonna eliminate Candy Floss, and then Ginny says, No, I want to eliminate her. Oh yeah. Yeah. After Jazzy gives Candy Floss her finish. And then who oh yeah, uh Zia Brookside. Yeah, Zia Brookside. She Zia. eliminated uh Jazzy after Jazzy was knocked on the apron. Um Zia drop kicked her. And then right after that, Zaya eliminated Ginny. Mm-hmm. Um, early on, though, Kaylee Ray was sent out of the ring, but not over the top rope. Right. Therefore, not eliminated. Right. Um, and then uh, it seemed like it was down to the final two, Rhea Ripley and Piper Niven. However, uh, I believe Zaya was in the Tree of Woe. Yeah, that's right. So they're brawling, and then Zaya, they're brawling on the apron, and then Zaya eliminates Rhea Ripley, and then... She has a hold of Piper Niven's hair and pulls her off as she's falling to the ground. Yeah. And so Zaya thinks she's won. But then Kaylee Ray runs back in. Oh, cheap. Tosses Zaya from the ring. She's won. She doesn't just toss her from the ring. Yeah. She freaking launches her from the ring, man. I know. That was a nasty bump. She won, which is completely unsurprising considering she's had like several interactions with women's champion Tony Storm. Yeah. I was watching some uh, some Mid South. Uh-huh. Yeah, some uh, Mid-South from like 82, I think. Yeah. Uh, and, yeah, it's great when they pull back from the uh, – it was – there was a – what was it? Marty Lund. They called him Marty Lundy, Arn Anderson, uh, versus uh, Chavo Guerrero Sr. Okay. Right? Chavo Classic, yeah. Chavo Classic. OG Chavo. Yeah. Yeah. Chavo G. Uh, and there is one spot where Marty Arn Anderson – is on the outside and Chavo like does a fun splash over the top onto Marty, uh-huh. something like that. It wasn't spectacular because it was 1982 and nobody did anything spectacular. All right, and uh, and you know they both fall and of course there's no mat. It's just concrete, just pure concrete on the outside. That was ridiculous. Yeah, that's horrifying. That's man. so dumb. Horrifying. Anyways, that was it. Was it's hilarious though? Kamala fought uh, Lester something or another. A masked guy. Oh, okay. And Name it was like familiar. the worst match I've ever seen. And they were saying, yeah, Kamala's very uh, agile and very quick for his size. Dude, it seriously, literally, I, I was more, I'm more athletic than that dude was back then. It was so bad. And this poor jobber, they got Lester something or another. Mm-hmm. It was all bad. Anyways, yeah, Kaylee Ray, she's now number one contender. Yeah. Take on Tony Storm. I kind of hope they like Tony. They haven't really done much of Tony. Like mm-hmm. it's just been like that's sort of been the thing. It's just been Motley Crue references. They need to get like a story with her or give the title to somebody else. At least when Rhea had it, like she had like stuff going on. Yeah, she was. People were trying to step up to her. Mm-hmm. Uh, then we got two hundred five live. Drake Maverick hype package. Yeah. Uh, tonight on two hundred five live. Yeah, he announced a couple matches first. Lucha House Party taking on the Singh Brothers. Mm-hmm. Bollywood Boys. Yeah, and then the main event, Oni Lurkin versus Arya Davari. Um, they had little interview bits of uh, all the participants pretty much. It was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. They do a good job in these hype packages. I enjoy them. Yeah, they do. Uh, let's see here. So, uh, yeah, kicked off with that Lucha House Party 
versus the Singh brothers. No, it, it was a fun match too, dude. They make me laugh so hardcore. Oh hell yeah! When they when he was, I told you about this before you saw it. When uh, Sunil was in there, and he he like sort of gave an unwitting dance to uh, with a uh, Lindsay, I think it was. And they cut to like the, the, the long shot and he sees Sumir. He starts to dance into the shot. Oh, my favorite part is the Singh brothers one. They're dancing on the ramp and I can't remember which one of them is, is laying on his back. Oh, that and, was funny. And thrusting the air. Doing the, the hip thrust. Oh, yeah, that was so good. That was awesome. Those guys look like they're having so much fun. Hell yeah, man. Yeah. It, it, it must be great to be freed up to, to do that kind of stuff and not have to worry about being gender's henchmen. I love, I love sort of their story also that Nigel was really playing up. How they apparently won uh, at the Boscars, at the Bollywood Oscars. Yeah. Uh, you know, but there hasn't really been confirmation on that. I hope they continue that yeah, story. Yeah, I know. That no, was good stuff. It's good. It's great. Anyways, yeah, I picked, they picked up the win. Uh, Sunil rolls up Lindsay with a handful of tights mm-hmm. for the win. Mm-hmm. Yeah. After that, we had a Noam Dar promo, poorly lit. Um, but he's. Yeah, this was oddly poor. Yeah, this I, was. I think the situation when they changed some of the camera didn't adjust the lighting. So I it. was. When you said backstage stuff, I was trying to think. And I remember that, like, the Canellis one was fine. Yeah. That one was okay. But you're right. This one was bizarrely. I think you're right. I think it just didn't change the. Uh, yeah, they didn't change the aperture or the gain or anything like that. But yeah, no, he claimed that he was on vacation. He was clearly in the medical area. Uh, of the of the building, yeah, and uh, and he was talking about how he was in what was the town that he was in in Spain? Uh, it was in Spain somewhere. It had yeah. a funny name. Yeah, sort of the M. Yeah, and uh, and so he said he was there enjoying his vacation, resting, recuperating, and until Drake Maverick uh, gives them a safer work environment, uh, he will be staying on vacation. And then Brian Kendrick comes in looking for his jacket. And of course, obviously exposing now the ruse. Mm-hmm. And but he tries to play along. He's like, oh yeah. I need to catch a plane back to California because my match is in like two minutes. It's like right now. Yeah. And he leaves. Everybody see my jacket. It's pretty funny. That was good stuff. And then uh, Brian Kendrick took on Russ Taylor, who we saw on Raw, right? Or SmackDown. It was Taylor Brothers or Russ and Ron Taylor. That yeah. When are we talking about that? It had to have been Raw. Oh, it was Raw. They Raw the War so Raiders. Long. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Uh, anyway, what did you think about this match? How did you like how they treated Russ here? That was cool. You're right. He might have been uh, uh, one of the Kendrick students or something. Feels like it, huh? Yeah, because there was actually a little bit of a story going on. It wasn't just a squash match, and, and Russ dropped Kendrick with a pretty stiff-looking elbow. Magaluf. Thank you. Yes. Magaluf. Um, but Kendrick won after sliced bread number two. Oh, okay. I figured this would be the case. Alex C. says it's the, they call it Shagaluf, the typical lad's booze holiday spot. Mm. Everybody goes to Magaluf to party. Yeah. Yeah, Brian Kendrick won, but it was an it was a fun match. He gave uh, Russ Taylor an opportunity to show some show off some of his character work. How'd you like that uh that that forearm that he good. did? Holy crap! He came out of nowhere with that thing. That was awesome. It was good. After that, we had a Jack Gallagher interview talking, saying he had unfinished business with Chad Gable because uh, they botched the finish of their match. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's funny, too. They replayed it, too. You just look at the face and Kyoto's face just being so annoyed. I know. It's like, no, screw this. You messed up. And then Chad Gable doing this. Yeah. He's like, oh, it's oh, I've, my oh, debut on the show. I got to have a re-debut now. Botch finish. Turds. <laughs> Chad, re-debuts don't exist. You, you only debut once. No, it's a re-debut. I've seen it on WCW. Yeah, no, it doesn't work out there. Talk about a re-debut. You have to re-upload that now. 
because I botched the, the initial you have upload. To re- it had like twelve hundred views too. It was doing well. It was doing well because of the ambiguous nature. Oh yeah, the... <laughs> there was no title, no thumbnail. It was like file name and no th- and like just us. It's interesting that would actually do better than anything, right? Of the gaming stuff I played. I know. Uh, it's like a, it's like it's like a mystery box, kind of. <laughs> I guess we should do just uh, thumbnails with a big question mark on it. Yeah. Uh, Mike and Maria Canales walk in. They call uh, Jack Gallagher dead weight. Mm-hmm. Um, and Mike's been like, I've been asking to get more opportunity, better opponents here. Mm-hmm. And Gallagher gets a match with Gable and gets another one with Gable. Where's my quality opponents? And Jack says, well, Drake Maverick's not here because Canales mentioned that, that he's not here. He's off uh, with a title he won on SmackDown. Um, Jack says, well, if Drake will approve it, then we'll have a match next week. Yeah. But yeah. I think uh, Drake's getting married next week, so probably not. Yeah. Yeah, that's also, this is kind of interesting. There's also sort of this really sort of sub-storyline going, sort of percolating. The absentee GM. I'm kind of feeling that Maria might take over as GM. That'd be cool. That would not surprise me. Mm-mm. I could see that as happening. Because she, the Canalises are really harping on that. Nigel is really harping on it, too, how Drake is an absentee. GM, even though he's there for all the hype packages, he was there when we were there, like you yeah. know, making decisions. Yeah, yeah, he must have shot that hype package before he uh, he won that twenty four seven title. Could be. Uh, finally, main event: Arya Davari taking on Oni Lorcan. This the story. Of this was Davari working over Oni's arm and Oni trying to overcome it. Alex C says, "I clicked on the WCW because I was curious about the title. I thought you were being artsy or something." No. I just got sick in between uploading it and fixing it. Um, so anyways, yeah, uh, working over the arm. Uh, and, uh, yeah, it was good good stuff. Yeah, it was. Uh, Oni, he used Oni, chair yeah, Oni hits a half and half suplex, and uh, Davari <clears throat> had enough wits about him to roll out of the ring. Oni follows up with a tope over the top rope, and then Davari goes and gets a chair and hits Oni with it. Of course, ref calls for the bell. Dong. Oni wins by DQ. Arya then proceeds to beat the hell out of Oni Lorcan, toss him over the announce table, ground on pound on top of the announce table, uh, tosses Oni like knees first into the ring steps, takes him up to the ramp, uh, toss him to the LEDs, and then uh, finally hammerlock lariat to close the show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then, oh, not sorry, not to close the show. Oh, my God, there was more? Yeah. Oh, Tony man, nice I should have kept on watching. Yeah, Tony Nice had a promo. Mm. Uh, yeah, no good? Yeah, it's more of the same. Yeah. He needs to be a chasing guy, not a champion guy. Yeah, I kind of guy. feel that way. Uh, Tozawa had a promo, and then finally uh, Drew Gulak had a promo. If there's any show that would necessitate a dude being a target, it's this one because there's no other titles. There's no tag titles, yeah, so why would you be a tag team? I know. Like, there's no mid-card title. It's just one guy with a title, and I feel like they did a decent job with Cedric, like an okay job with him. It wasn't great. Like when you're champion, you're just sort of waiting around for your challengers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I feel like they need to do something with the fact that you're the one guy with the title and everybody should be coming after you. Yes. Trying to get your attention, trying yes. to needle you into a fight. Yes. And instead, we just get a lot of Tony East promos. Yeah, I know. Well, that's not necessarily a strong suit. Yeah. Um, Drew's promo was really good because I don't know if he was reading from his script or it was just nature's performance, a little bit of both. But he didn't look up towards camera until the very end of it. And he said uh, he's done trying to make 205, led, 205 Live better. Yeah. Okay. It's about making himself better now. Oh, I like it. He wants oh, the that's best good. Gulak. Let's go back and watch that. Yeah. He, so based on this, I feel pretty good about picking him to win that, that, that match. There you go. Well, that's one way to make yourself better is picking up a title. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. there you go. 
Yeah, you might have a you might have a sweep at stomping grounds, man. I feel pretty good about my picks. your your Lashley rep thing was a good that was good and even fairly obvious, but it was really good. Like not obvious enough that I chose it. <laughs> Could be Shane. I don't know. <laughs> no, I'm pretty sure it's gonna be Lashley. It makes all the sense. In the world. It makes all the sense in the world. Anyway. Anyways, that was those were the shows. Black Hammer here in uh, chat says I didn't like some of the camera shots. They did. Looks like they were switching between two different themes. Yeah, they were doing. You're, the, you're totally right about that. The crane stuff. I do then, appreciate that they are trying something different. Yeah, and I feel like they'll find something that will probably be pretty cool. Yeah, I agree. But you got to start somewhere. Yep. I put up a really late question thread. Oh, let me go to uh, Discord here. We got some uh, super chats here too. Uh, Zach Linder, there shouldn't be longer camera cuts, less dizzy. Yeah, instead of doing a lot of cuts, there was a lot more motion. Mm-hmm. Um, I noticed that at several points they did a like when someone was punching and on the impact, they shake the camera a little bit. Mm-hmm. And oddly enough, I didn't find it too distracting. I was worried I would, but for some reason I didn't. All right, Greg Morris says Vince is Scrooge. What three wrestlers were the ghosts of past, present, and la futura, the future? Um, and then for a bonus, who's his old partner that provides the warning? Hmm. So, Ghosts of Wrestling Past. Well, that's got to be Hogan. What warrior? Oh, that's dark. Yeah, because he's dead. Mm-hmm. Okay. Present. I think Triple H is his partner. Okay, that's good. Dead. Ratings are going to sink. Oh, no. Ghost of Wrestling Pass should be his dad. Oh, yeah. There you go. Son? Yeah. You screwed up my company. Ghost of Wrestling Future. Or present, maybe that should be uh, Dean Ambrose. Oh, that's good. That's good. Yeah, I, le- I left. What about Future? Triple H should be uh, Ghost Triple of Wrestling Future. Future? Okay. Show him what the All future right. could have been if he'd stepped aside sooner. That's good. Uh... Butts asks power rank wrestlers who Damien Priest should turn into vampires. So as you know, vampires they bite. They must feast on the blood of of humans too. And then you turn into a vampire. It depends on the thing. Because sometimes yes, but sometimes Sometimes I think you you just just die. You just die sometimes, right? Yeah. How does it work with the? What's that dude in Sesame Street? What's his name? Uh, It's not Count. The Count. It's the Count. It's just the Count. The Count. Count Chocula is a cereal. Yeah. Um, who in NXT should he turn? Oh, Forgotten Sons. <laughs> yeah, they they all come off as henchmen. Uh-huh. They all come off as henchmen. Yeah. Even Jackson Riker comes. But imagine off if he's like a, a, a vampire Terminator. He's like a mega Terminator vampire. Yeah, completely unstoppable. Yeah. If he were a vampire and a Terminator. Yeah. Come with me if you want to leave. No, he's he's the evil Terminator. In Terminator One. Oh, what does he say? He doesn't really say anything. Did he, say Asta, did he say Asta? Did he say Asta? one. Really? I'll be back in the first one. I'll be back. There you go. To suck your blood. Mm-hmm. Would you like to see my bowels? Bowels? Bowels. Bowels. No, like my tasty Oh, your balls. My bowels. Sound like you said bowels. No, I, I have an accent. Uh, Dom L says, hashtag justice for candy floss. Oh, man, yeah. Wait, what, Why? I don't know. She just got launched she by... Got lost. She lost the Battle Royal. Yeah. Johan von Wolfhausen. Johan uh, von Wolfhausen. Who should have a Sting-esque run with the WWE? So Who's the franchise? Oh, Shane Douglas. Why not? 
Uh, I can't think of anybody who never really was in WWE that can just have like, unless there's like some like some somebody that was impact for life. But they've all they're pretty much they've all, all gone over. Yeah, uh, Petey Williams, Killer Cross, <laughs> Zach Linder, Damian Priest equals Chris Angel gimmick. Vegas uh, uh, magician is is, <laughs> that's is Damian Priest gimmick. Oh, that'd be awesome if he was a ghost hunter. If he was a Zach Bagans gimmick, that'd be cool. That'd be cool. That'd be cooler than magician. <clears throat> what do you call it when you get like a little your little monitor thing where you're they're looking for like sounds or something? EVPs? Oh, the uh, is it an EVP? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that what it is? I've got my EVP. Very exciting to find ghosts. You seen the apparatus they have that uses a Xbox, he's a vampire but a ghost hunter Xbox Connect. What they have a thing they use the Xbox. Connect oh as yeah, a camera. yeah, that's bogus. It's pretty funny. Uh, Jeffrey Nguyen says, "I'm turning 31 on Saturday. Can I get a birthday shout out as pantsless Alistair Black?" Jeffrey, don't you see my door? I've got three many bottles of tequila. Near my feet. Oh, man. You need to bend over and pick them up. Get a whiff of me. That was disgusting, Alex. That was gross. Well, you're nasty, but I love my booze, so I'm going to pick them up. Look at my bowels. Your bowels? Your bowels? Uh, Dylan Haggett, what <laughs> stipulation would you guys add to the NXT title match? Hasn't been confirmed yet, so I don't feel comfortable uh, uh, spoiling that for. I know what the title match is going to be for. See, but I don't want to spoil. GD it for man, that's why I'm not saying anything. GD. So, so you don't know. So you say running it. down. Okay, what is the question? What uh, what should the stipulation be? What stipulation would you guys add to the NXT title match? Ow. Well, they did best two out of three falls. They did regular match. I'm last man say, standing. Yeah, I'll, I'd say last man standing. But the fact that or you I say quit. that, I quit. But you you say both of those things, and that means that they're not going to happen because you said you already looked. No, at I them. don't know. I don't know what. I don't. I. I mean, I know what the match is probably going to be, but I don't know if there's a stipulation attached to it. You mean you know who the opponents are? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I think I do too. Yeah. Um, I mean, you pretty much already said who it was going to be based on the, the the stipulations of the previous two matches. <laughs> oh yeah. No, that's honestly like I. I mean, it seems obvious that it'd be Gargano again. Yeah, like, yeah. He didn't show up. He's going to show up. He's yeah. going to go after that title. Yeah. That seems obvious. Yeah. So, yeah, no, either last man standing or, or I quit. Uh, or I quit. Or they could do it in a cage, I guess. But they're doing that with Shane and EO right now. Yeah, so. yeah, no, it's got to be last man standing or I think actually I quit seems to make the more, more sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that makes sense. Which it would give Gargano a, a pretty obvious advantage since he's submission guy. Mm hmm. Yeah. Uh, Kelly88. What do you think is in the Street Profits cups? Uh, if they're anything like me these days, it's like something with electrolytes in it. It's yeah. like Gatorade. Smart or water. It's Pedialyte. Yeah. <laughs> Pedialyte, yeah. Uh, no, I, well, no, I'm sure they want to stay hydrated. Yeah, I'm sure it's water. So, if there's anything in it, it's probably just something like it's water. It's just water, yeah. You know, they come in the ring, I doubt there's probably anything in it. I mean, Izzy shows up and she's like, oh, you know, you can't have vodka when mm-hmm. little kids are around. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Nope. <laughs> uh, I did put up a question thread. Oh, cool. Let me see if any. I just put it up right as we were starting, so chances are anybody who's going to write in it. Uh, maybe they did, maybe they didn't. Who knows? Oh, We have three. Cool, we can answer them all. Awesome. Uh, Cameron Bartolazzo, 
Bortolazzo. Who are you most excited to watch next week in the Future Star Tournament? Future Star, in the breakout. They call it Future Star? Breakout Star. Breakout Star. Uh, Garza Jr., because I'm not that familiar with his work. Oh, he's terrific. Who's he? Is he taking on DJZ? Yes. Oh, that's going to be stellar. That's going to be good. Um, I am, you know, I'm not, honestly, not that familiar with the work of Dexter Loomis. Um, so, yeah, I'm going to say Dexter Loomis. And I'm going to say, uh, honestly, I, I'm not that familiar with, uh, what's the name? Uh, Shane Strickland. Yeah. With Isaiah Scott. Oh, yeah. So I'm looking forward to seeing him. I've seen seen plenty of Trevor Lee. I've seen plenty of ACH. I've seen uh, a bit of Garza Jr. and DJZ. Who else is in it? Jonah Rock. Oh, I've never seen any of his stuff. No, I did. I watched one match and I was like, ah, he's a big guy. Maybe he'll have some cool stuff. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Next, James Fletcher. Book your favorite NXT main roster first title win. Can't be a faction, just one. Uh, Matt Riddle beats Adam Cole for the NXT title. That's cool. That works. Boy, they've got great chemistry. They do. They They have great chemistry. Now, let's see the main event takeover and see what kind of match they can put on. I think it'd be stellar. Yeah. Boy, that'd be something else. Uh, and then Alex Foster, uh, since NXT and UK have factions, who would you guys put in a 205 faction? There's not a lot of people on 205. Yeah. Um, obviously, Lucha House Party is already a faction. Yeah. Who would you build a faction with Canellis around? Canellis, Maria. Um, I feel like Kendrick would... He and Canellis could be a good pairing. Oh, that could be good. They're both kind of old. Yeah. They, Talk about being veterans a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Grizzled old veterans. Yeah, there you go. Oh, we didn't get any Zach Gibson this week. That's a bummer. Oh, bummer, man. We got Trent. I love Trent. Yeah, Trent's great. Thank you. Um. Yeah, Canellis, Kendrick. Yeah, the roster's pretty thin. It is, I know. Like, Tony Nese would be a good second. Yeah. He'd be a good lieutenant. Yeah. Especially with his gold chain. Mm-hmm. Not many people can pull off a gold chain, dude. You ever think about wearing a gold chain? I used to in, in, in like, junior high. I had a chain. I That's a chain. awesome. That's yeah. so awesome. What starter jacket did you have? I had an A's one. <laughs> yes. It was, it was. How are you way cooler in middle school than you are now? It's beyond me. <laughs> Way beyond me. <laughs> One day, can you please wear a gold chain and a start in an A starter jacket? If I can find that A, that was a great A starter jacket. So you know, A's you, their color scheme is green and yellow. You oh, know? it's beautiful. But their their road uniforms are gray, of course. Yeah, sure. And so they used to make a silver starter jacket. Oh, wow. With Oakland and the script lettering across the front, like on their road jerseys, mm-hmm. and it was beautiful. My God, I had that one. It was great. What was your What was your revenue on selling uh, crack? <laughs> Zero. A gold chain and an A starter jacket. It was a really thin chain, man. You totally sold weed, though, right? You think 12 or 13-year-old Larson knew the first thing about doing that? Yeah, man. Hell no. Mitchell, absolutely. Place is a haven. Uh, Dylan says, as someone who watches just takeovers, that breakout tournament final is exciting. Um, The whole tournament seems exciting. Seems like it could could really be something else. 
As someone who just watches say that breakout tournament final is exciting. But aren't they they're gonna have matches during TV though? Yeah, they are. Yeah. Oh, he's his final. Yeah. Who do you think is gonna be in the final on that? Did we already talk about that? Yeah, I can't really speculate because I know some of the results. Oh, of the that's matches. right. G D U, man. G D U. Well, you have to be rude about things. I didn't say the actual words. You I wasn't like no Amdar dropping the C word left and right. That didn't happen at all. Like it was Waynemaker and Mod Chat. Anyways, thanks everybody. We appreciate it. What we got up for overrun today? Uh, we're gonna talk about Triple uh, A having another show here in the U.S. of A. Oh, that's cool. Not the Madison Square Garden no, fiasco. They got one a little bit closer to us. Ooh, Los Angeles. Los Angeles. Have it down here at three sixteen Gimmick Street. Well, you mealy mouth son of a bitch. You. You beady eyes. Right, Isn't that what you say? You're yeah. Beady, yeah. Yeah. Anyways. Get out of my, get out of my files. <laughs> Anyways, thanks everybody for watching. We appreciate it. How This is like our longest show of the week. I don't know how that happened. You must be feeling somewhat better. <laughs> oh, man. Thanks, everybody. We'll talk to you later. Goodbye. Be a part of Going In Raw today at patreon.com forward slash Stephen Larson. Starting at $1 a month, you can enjoy Going In Raw ad-free, gain access to the daily 30-minute Going In Raw post-show, exclusive merchandise, and so much more. Support Going In Raw today. Click the link in the description. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. So I, I know you've got a lot going on, but remember, I'm here for you. So bother me when no one's listening, because I will. Bother me when it feels like it won't get better, because... It can bother me because you're never a bother. Whether it's a low point or a crisis, get help for yourself or a friend. Learn more at neverabother.org or call or text 988, available 24-7.